0: a world where frauds and scams can be disguised as legitimate opportunities and anyone can be a self-proclaimed business expert, who do you trust? Before you invest time or money, listen in to make sure your business is in the clear.
1: Welcome to the In The Clear Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Reckla. And folks, you're in for a treat today because today we have one of my mentors on the call. Um, And today we're actually going to be talking about some really cool stuff and what he's doing right now. And really what we're going to be discussing is accountability for business growth and how that plays into your business for holding yourself accountable and doubling 5 xing, 10xing your business so uh, without further ado please help me welcome uh, Paul Lindbergh to the show Paul thank you for joining us
2: hey Justin thanks for having me
1: I uh, I first off Paul uh, Paul's one of my uh, oldest friends in in the business world uh, met Paul back in I think it was 2012 uh, when we came out of government um, got a lot of lot of a lot of mentoring a lot of coaching with from him throughout the years uh, and, and folks here's something that you need to know. Counterintelligence is uh, all about asking the right questions, right? That's really the basis and underlying point of due diligence is we just know what questions to ask and coming out of the corporate or coming out of the counterintelligence, arena into the business world. I realized one of the things that I didn't know was the types of questions to ask to close sales. And it was through, Paul's mentoring and coaching that he helped me identify which questions to ask that closed the deals. And, um, so Paul, that's, it's just, that's been, uh, I contribute that to, to our success in both of our businesses. Um, so can you, can you share with everybody what it is you're doing now and and how you're holding people accountable?
2: Yes, absolutely. So as you know, my business is I help people grow their businesses. Uh, and, you know, a lot of people, a lot of consultants, a lot of coaches, that's what they say. And, and they say it because that is what we do. We help, help people grow their businesses. And, you know, what that means more than anything, and it's good that you said that about closing sales, this issue about questions I believe that more than anything else, there's, there's two components and it sounds a little goofy to say, it, but the two components of growing a business are asking the right questions and then executing on your answers. And if you do that, then everything becomes kind of easy. If you ask a question, like if your simple question is how do I grow my business or Let's say it's, um, you know, it's, it's the beginning of a new year and you'd like to double your business this year. Then asking the question, how could I possibly double my business? And then coming up with very specific, and the key is very specific answers to how might you grow your business, you start to have the basis of a strategy. And, and again, I know this sounds overly simplistic, but it's the key to business growth because if you sit there, and you say things like, well, I, I'd like my business to be bigger or, or how do I add business? It's like, it's not specific enough. So the key, I'm going to say that the, the first part of accountability is being very specific about what it is you're going to do next.
1: I, I, I like that. And um, you know, from speaking from experience, that, that clarity piece, um, is huge. And then once you've, once you've identified, you've gotten clarity of what you're going to do next, it's, uh, one, taking action steps Two, uh, probably, probably this one probably comes before, before number one is, is, um, getting somebody on board that, that can assist you in holding you accountable to taking those action steps and having the right plan in place to, to get to where you want to go.
2: You know, it, it's funny, I wasn't even thinking about this as one of the key steps about that. As you said, having someone there. I've been working with entrepreneurs, uh, business owners and helping them grow since it's a long time now, since 1995, the end of 95 and what i learned about most small business owners so i'm not talking about people running fortune 500 companies or even running 50 million dollar companies but people running 100k businesses a million dollar businesses even 5 million dollar businesses they don't actually have anyone to talk to about what they're doing mm-hmm. in other words they they don't talk to their friends about what they're doing except to say how awesome everything is, because especially guys, we're all about looking good. So if we're talking to our buddies, you know, whether it's at the bar or the club or, you know, your whatever organizations you belong to, you never tell them things are going badly. You tell them how awesome everything is. You never tell them the truth to them. And then you certainly can't talk to your employees because when things aren't going well, they don't want to hear it. They're not interested. They just want to know, am I going to get paid or not? You yeah. don't tell your board the truth because you just don't want to. It's the same thing as your bed. You don't want to look bad in front of the board. So you never really tell your board what's going on. And <laughs> if you are married or have a you know a, a partner of some kind, they actually don't want to hear it. You know, you come home at the end of the day, they don't want to hear that you're having a bad day because it's going to hell in a handbasket. They want to know how great it is because once again, they want to know that they're going to get paid. They just, you know, they had their own crappy day. So they don't really want to know about yours as much as they say they do, by the way. So I know I'm saying things which are run counter to what we, you know, we all say, but here's the thing. Business owners have nobody to turn to. And that whole thing about how it's lonely at the top, it's really lonely at the top. you got to do this stuff yourself, yeah, and, and so hiring somebody whose specific job it is to not only hold you accountable, Justin, but someone who will listen to you talk
1: yeah that's um different. that 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 is one i I love the fact that you bring that up because um from a uh from you know being in the business world, having my uh, and especially with our clients, you know we become that sounding board for a lot of them in the uh, um, you know people that they got involved with and that's what we help them out with and what I love about what you do is that you become that sounding board for you you're that person that they can trust that they can trust and talk to um, from the place of you know i I, I don't know how I'm going to make this happen. I can't talk to anybody else about it. Uh, and because you've been there, because you've been in business for so long, you know how to guide them because you become not only that, the confidant, but the the person that really is able to hold them accountable to, to the plan, to the mission of growing that business. And then they don't have to worry about, um, you know, they can still have the same kind of relationships with their investors their employees and so forth. Whereas you become that, that person that's guiding them on the path. And if something's not going right, they've got you to turn to as opposed to trying to manage it themselves.
2: I I think it cuts a few ways. And one of the things that happens is you'll say it's planning time or it's vision, you know, whatever it is. It's like, you've made, you've decided, you're going to, this is going to be the year that you're going to finally hit that million dollars or that $5 million. And whatever that growth is going to take, you're going to do it. And you, so you, you see it. And then together we craft a plan that has a likelihood of getting you there. Okay, great. So then you go back to your business, you go back to, Uh, I'll go ahead and say it, business as usual. And what happens, so I don't know about you. Well, actually, let me ask you, since we're on a call together. uh, Do you have a lot of spare time where you could do a lot more things in your business right now?
1: (laughs) Well, in full transparency, I'm cutting some of the fat so I have more time.
2: Right. That little (laughs) laugh you just did before you spoke, that's the laugh of recognition. (laughs) And, And that is... Oh, I, you know, I've, I've asked this question of tens of thousands of people, you know, audiences I've spoken to and Mm -hmm. everybody, I say, I, I stick my hand up in the air and I say, raise your hand if you have a lot of free time and, you know, people just giggle and they giggle because nobody has any free time, at least not the people I work with. You don't, you know, you're trying to build a business. So you fill it up with stuff that you can do. So now you've crafted this new vision and the new vision requires some things to be different and it requires you to do some different things. And with all good intention, you set out to do that. But then life happens or business happens. And very quickly, your plate is full again. One of the things that I do with people. And it's one of the ways where I create a lot of value. It's not like the most sophisticated part, but it creates value is I keep remembering what it was. They said they wanted to do. Mm. And I don't mean their task list, which is that's equally important. That's the accountability part. It's you set a bunch of tasks for this week and at the end of the week, we could see if they got done or not. But what's even more important in my opinion is I remember the vision and I remind them of it unendingly. Didn't you say that what you wanted to do this year was add 400K to the bottom line? Or didn't you say that this year you wanted to enter those other two markets? Or didn't you say that this was the year you were going to finally free yourself from being in the weeds and you were gonna start focusing all your attention on business growth rather than on serving the customers, which we can let other people do. Right. That piece where we become accountable to the owner's statement of vision, that's one of the things that changes a business more than anything else. Because if every day, or let's just say once a week, you wake up and the first thing you said to yourself when you hit the office, or maybe when you walked into the shower, the first thing you said to yourself, like instead of, well, how am I going to pay my taxes? or how am I going to do this? You know, like that. What you said was, what new thing can we add that's going to help us reach our goal of adding an additional 400K this year? And I, that become the thing you focus on.
1: I, I absolutely love it. And if you're just joining us, uh, you're listening to the In The Clear podcast. And today we're talking with Paul Lindbergh about accountability for business growth. And when we get back, I want to dive into the weeds a little bit more with with Paul and, and really what does that look like? What's that process look like for your business? So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Are you an entrepreneur who speaks at conferences? Have you attended a conference and seen someone on stage you know is guilty of bad business practices? If you want to stand out from the crowd and give your prospective clients peace of mind, then make sure your business is in the Clear Directory. All of our members operate in transparency and are screened annually for frauds and scams. Stand out from the crowd and get in the Clear Directory. Visit clearbusinessdirectory.com forward slash join to sign up today.
1: Welcome back to the In The Clear Podcast, I'm your host Justin Reckla and today we are talking to Paul Lindbergh about accountability for business growth. Now, prior to the break, uh, we were talking about some of the things of really what accountability, what accountability is and, and, and how Paul works with different, uh, different business and different business owners. Paul, can you, kinda, can you get back into the conversation that we had about um, that accountability piece? Um, how, how, yeah. how, how, do you, how do you work with your clients?
2: Well, so I, what I was saying was that there are two levels of accountability that I work on. You know, just to, just to be perfectly transparent, a lot of my business is strategy. I craft strategy for businesses. In other words, if you say, we want to make our business, uh, you know, we want to double our business this year. or We want to grow our business 10 times this year. Part of my job is to say, or we want to grow it 10 times, saying doing it this year would be really impressive. But um, that we wanna, so part of what I do is I come up with the approach that has a shot at growing the business that way. Again, for transparency, I keep saying has a shot or has a chance or so on because it's my experience that strategies never work out as you originally planned (laughs) them. There's a saying from the 1800s, a famous German general, a guy named von Moltke, said that no battle plan survives first contact with the enemy. (laughs) <laughs> and simply, what that means is that you know if you're in a battle in the 1800s and you got there and you positioned your men and your you positioned your supplies and you positioned your guns and and then you know the generals whip their swords in the air and the guns start firing, and what happens very quickly is the whole place is covered in smoke, and nobody actually at that point nobody knows what's going on, so there's no way to execute your strategy except how you place your men and your guns. And then what you do is you, then like some of the smoke clears away and now you can make another move and then another move. But it never goes according to plan. You just like hope that you made the right decisions early on. That's how this is. So (laughs) from a strategic standpoint, we make some decisions, you know, on day one and then you roll them out a little bit. The problem is your market response, your competitors' respond. Your financial people respond. Every, your employees respond. If you build a business rather, if you build a building, the building doesn't change as you're building it. The building doesn't fight back. <laughs> Whereas your market fights back, even if they're not on, if they're on your side, if they're on the other side, they fight back and everything's different. So I, I just wanna be clear that when we craft a strategy. You never really know how it's going to work out, but you position it as best as you can and then you periodically take measurements to see if you're going in the right direction if not you change. It. So.
1: Well, and what's beautiful about what you do then is, is you become uh, that safe harbor because one, you you know the strategy is going to change along the way. You know it's going to be shifting to the left, shifting to the right, jumping over rocks and all that kind of stuff. And having you know, working with the CEO, working with the visionary of the company or the business, um, it's important for the he- to have somebody like you uh, on their team because that 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 left and right movement. Will will cause stress within the organization um, if it's constantly being talked about because not one not everybody needs to be be aware of the left and right movements right uh, they just need to know we're we're going this way and that's the way we're going and sometimes the shift to the left the shift to the right is not something that needs to be uh, discussed with investors or, um, whatnot, especially if you're the, you know, if you're the CEO, having somebody like you that they can hold accountable to where, okay, this is where this, you know, point B is, is where we said we're going. Point B may be, you know, three hills and a lake we got to get through. Uh, and along the way, oh, well, there's some alligators that we got to, that we got to face, whatever that is. They, they can, they can talk to you about that and because you're going to hold them accountable to that vision of what they said that they wanted to get or where they wanted to go. And having you as that outlet, having you as that confidant is, is huge because it relieves the stress of, you know, needing to talk to somebody about it and, and, and still holding themselves accountable to getting to, to that point.
2: Yeah. And, and the thing is, you don't need to know up front that, oh, by the way, when we get out here, we're going to turn right. <laughs> right, like Nobody needs to know that. You just yeah. have to get to the spot and you go, okay, turn right. And, the, the, you know, it's funny what you said about relieving stress. Here's what I see. People get married to the plan. So, at the point where, you are you told them they were going to be going straight. And then you get to this part where you can't go straight anymore. It's a T here. So, we go, okay, turn right. And they go, well, I I thought we were supposed to go straight. It's like we did go straight, and that was all great. Now we have to turn right. And if you don't turn right, we're going to march right into the water. So now the accountability part comes in. In number one, people doing what they said they were going to do on a consistent basis, execution. And then the other part of it is staying true to the vision. Because both of those things fall apart pretty quickly under pressure. Yeah. Don't they say there's this great saying in, uh, in the, I I guess it's in every aspect of society. I always think of it in screenwriting, but they say that a man's character is determined by what he does under pressure. Now I didn't mean to uh, exclude women from that people's, you can tell someone's character by what they do under pressure. In other words, you know, it's not what you do when everything's working out well that really is the measure of a human being. That's true. Right, that's not the measure of a human being.
1: The no, measure it's of the
2: human being is how you act when the going gets ugly.
1: Yep. How how, yeah, do, you, a- how do you how do you show up in the dark, right?
2: Yeah. Well another thing that they say, it's kind of like they measure you measure people by how they act when nobody is looking. Right? Yeah, exactly. Cause it's okay. Like, oh yeah, everybody acts great when they know they're on TV, but you know, when they're home alone, it's like, what did they kick the cat? You know. Kind of <laughs> sort of so we're really talking about it's like okay the pressure's on now there's no time there's limited resources the competitors are acting really rough with you and the customers are being squirrely. and part of how i work with people in terms of accountability is being accountable to the vision because when all that stuff happens now we have to make decisions that are still likely to fulfill on what it is the business owner was trying to accomplish
1: yeah, it's um
2: because most people don't reach don't i'm going to use a double negative and you're never supposed to but <laughs> you know, most it's most people don't fail because their plan was bad they failed because they don't execute the plan
1: yeah that's true that's true and that's that's where um the accountability piece is so important because um in having an accountability partner and having somebody like you to hold them accountable to it, it's a lot more difficult to drop the plan because you're holding them accountable to it.
2: Yeah, I don't, that's, I mean, I get paid more than anything else. I get paid to craft the strategy and then to keep the strategy going throughout. And I get paid to hold people to the vision. Yep. You know, people ask me all the time, Justin, they say, well, you know, well, what's the best marketing strategy here? And a lot of times I just say, yes, right? (laughs) Like, what's the best strategy here? You say, oh, like, what's the most important thing in marketing? Well, what is the most, what do you think? Quick answer. One answer. You only get one sentence. What's the most important thing in marketing?
1: I can do it in one word. Okay. Marketing.
2: Okay. You got to do better than that. You You can't define the answer in terms of the word. I just set that up
1: front. <laughs> just
2: doing it. Well yep. yes. <laughs> that's really it. Right. The most important thing in marketing is consistency of doing it.
1: Yeah. And that's and that's where people that's where people get afraid is that, you know, um, you know, what coming up with a marketing strategy. You know, our uh, part of our marketing strategy has always been through relationships and referrals. And um, you know that's growing because of the clear business directory' we're, we're moving to into some online strategies and some marketing strategies with that but for the most part our marketing strategy has been referrals and we and we've stuck to that and I think the important thing to remember is, is that no matter what the strategy is stick with it if it's working stick with it if it's not it's a slight tweak but it's not a can it and start over again it's just do it and that's what i like about what you do with your your clients is that you hold them accountable to it of like you you're like oh okay let's let's take a look at that first
2: yeah and i I, i'm gonna disagree with you and say that it's not necessarily sticking to the thing because the thing may no longer be appropriate i'll say this to you that's true because you and I were talking about a few weeks ago about accelerating your growth a lot. And typically referral referral type businesses, cannot, your hand is not on the dial. Your hand is, there's no control dial for you to turn up to an 11 when you want to radically enhance things, right? There's the, the things I'm going to make a big sweeping distinction here, which is always subject to attack, you know, but of course my big <laughs> distinction is free marketing strategies typically are not in your control as much as you'd like them. In other words, you are dependent to some degree on what I call the kindness of strangers, which is that people like your work and then you have to get them to, to do something like make referrals and so on. And you can't control the timing of that and you can't control the absolute numbers of that. My preference is for things that fall into the category of paid marketing. So it's free versus paid, and in most cases, paid marketing you can control.
1: Yeah, so absolutely. It's, hard,
2: it's harder to figure out how to make it work, but once you figure out how to make it work, then there's a control knob and you can put your hand on it. So. So I would say there's a point in people's business where they're going to transition from one broad strategy to another, and it's okay to make those transitions. What's not okay is to not do anything. Yeah. Right, And yeah. the idea that if you said, yeah, I'm a big advocate of, uh, of an idea, of the marketing calendar. Marketing calendar is a really simple idea. It's a lot like a regular calendar, only along with the dates, it has marketing actions. <laughs> and, and you make, that's it. So you make decisions and you say, every week we're going to do one major marketing action and we're going to mail our list, for instance. Or, or every month we're going to do one live event and we're going to mail our list once a week and every other day we're going to post to social media or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever it is, but that you have regular, repeatable, defined in advance marketing actions that may shift over time, but what they don't shift over time is you never lose the consistency. And if we get people to stay that course, in other words, whatever the strategy is that they keep executing. If we get them to keep executing, and you know, while we're executing, we're looking at the results and we're making course corrections. And then periodically, got to remind the business owner: Didn't you say you wanted to? That's where accountability defines and guarantees
0: business. Owner.
1: Yeah, that um, and and that that piece is 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 essential to, to um, business growth um, because it's really easy to get lost in the muck and mire and all the fear and all the stuff that, that keeps a business from growing. Um, and so having an accountability partner like yourself is, is, is huge. So Paul, can, can, where, where, can, where can our listeners go find more information about you? Uh,
2: they can go to my website. That's probably the best and the easiest thing to do which is um, PaulLemberg.com. My last name is Lemberg with all E's as the vowels. So it's P-A-U-L-L-E-M-B-E-R-G.com. And that's a great place to start.
1: Fantastic. And um, in addition, you can also check out Paul's um, profile inside the Clear Business Directory. He has been vetted. He is a trusted source. Um, so if you're ready to, to grow your business, uh, whatever that looks like for you, give Paul a call, give him a reach out, uh, talk, reach out to him and, and just have a conversation with him. Cause he, he, he is pure magic. Um, you know, I have learned so much from him over the last six years uh, that I, again, I'm, I'm confident, I know for a fact that everything that he's taught me has impacted my business uh, for the better and, and that my ability to close, my ability to sell, my ability to help people and grow my business has been a direct result of, of his mentorship. So if you're looking for that again, Paul, can you give us your website one more time? Sure,
2: it's uh, paullemberg.com and that's dot gcom
1: Fantastic. And folks, before you get involved with anybody um, and before you put together a plan, make sure that plan is clear. Make sure you've got an accountability partner like Paul. Before you get involved with just anyone, make sure that business is in the clear. Take care.
0: If you or your business has been ripped off by a fraud or scam, visit intheclearpodcast.com and let us know.